Sister, welcome back. I'm so glad you're joining me again today to continue on with our David and Goliath Bible study. Now, today's part two is family battles and other oppositions. Previously, we learned how David and Goliath were pinned up against each other. Actually, how David saw Goliath and he didn't even see him as the big giant that all the other Israelites saw Goliath as. No, David saw him as an uncircumcised Philistine, and he called him out as that. And I encouraged you in the last episode to see your problems, that when your marital problems present themselves really loud, really weighty, really big, (laughs) call them out for the simple thing that they truly are. Welcome to Love, Honor, Obey, a podcast for wives to get rid of your BS. Scriptures I'm going to start with today are 1 Samuel 17, 28 and 29. Now Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men, and Eliab's anger was aroused against David, and he said, Why did you come down here, and with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your pride and the insolence of your heart, for you have come down to see the battle. And David said, What have I done now? Is there not a cause? God wants us to learn a lot from David's interaction with Eliab because this firstborn brother is mentioned almost as much as David and Goliath. Verse 28 tells us a lot about Eliab's personality. It says Eliab's anger was aroused against David. He was quick to anger. And he said, why did you come down here? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? Eliab was indignant, and he was almost a bully. (laughs) I know your pride and the insolence of your heart. I think Eliab was showing his own pride there too. For you have come down to see the battle. He was a very unloving brother. And the part that Eliab said, I know your pride and the insolence of your heart. Sister, if anybody ever starts to talk to you about your heart and your actions and they're saying it in a bully type of way, rest assured that we were already taught in 1 Samuel 16, 7, the Lord sees your heart. He doesn't see your outward appearance. So sister, you keep your heart pure. You keep your heart gentle with a quiet spirit. The Lord sees that. Understanding the why to how people treat us is especially important. Others can think of themselves as better than us, or sometimes they're even intimidated by us, and that intimidation comes out as a bully. It's also relevant to observe from what perspective the other person is coming at us. What is the person's worth and value? For Eliab, he thought his worth was greater than David because he was the firstborn son, and he felt entitled to that. Let's flip back now to 1 Samuel 16, verse 13. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him, David, in the midst of his brothers, And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. So where was Eliab, the oldest brother, and the six other brothers? 
as David was being anointed by Saul. He was right there in the midst of it. So when we know Eliab's traits of being quick to anger, indignant, a bully, prideful, unloving, how do you think that made Eliab feel about David? I think Eliab had some envy going on, jealousy, possibly some greed in his heart too, the fact that he wasn't chosen to be king. And as we read this, you may even be feeling in your own spirit and thinking about a sibling or an in-law that just bullies you all the time or they act jealous against you. But it's not you, sister. It's the spirit inside of you. It's the anointing on you. Okay, now flip with me to 1 Samuel 17, verse 9. We're at the battle scene. We're back in that boxing ring that I was talking about in episode, the previous episode. In verse 9 is the challenge. The giant Goliath announced, If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then they shall be our servants and serve us. Wait, what? Check out verses 13 and 19. Verse 13. His, Jesse's, three older sons had followed Saul into battle. The names of his three sons who went to battle were Eliab, the firstborn, next Abinadab, the second, and third, Shema. Verse 19. Now they are with Saul and all the men of Israel in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. Eliab was already there fighting the Philistines. So why do you think he didn't accept the giant's challenge and stop the battle in one swoop? And take note of this. In verses 13 and 14, both of those scriptures breathe that the oldest followed Saul. And when scripture repeats itself, it's like an exclamation mark. You take notice of it. On verse 16, this really gets me. The Philistine came out morning and evening, presenting himself for 40 days. That means that Eliab had 40 opportunities to say he would do it. Wait, let me do the math again. If the Philistine came out morning and evening for 40 days, that's actually 80 opportunities that Eliab had. But he didn't do it. Instead, Eliab taunts David, trying to ridicule him in front of the men of Israel. But in verse 29, David says, What have I done now? Look at that word now. Are you ready for this hallelujah moment? Verse 30, And David turned away from Eliab. What do you determine from that word, turned away? What I got from David turning away is that created a shift. And I used the word shift and turned it into an acronym, serving him in familiar territory. Sister, can you think of a family member, a friend or coworker, maybe a church member that always challenges you? And this could be past or present. When you're interacting with this person, How did or how does that make you feel? See, the enemy will use people or things to provoke you. Remember those big Goliath problems that we talked about that oftentimes are made of an alloy. 
small little things combined together that'll make our problem more complex looking when in actuality they're simple. Yes, that shift, serving him in familiar territory. In other words, doing for our Savior in present time the things that we know in our everyday life. See, sister, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of you or what the enemy uses to taunt you. You can still serve God with your actions. David turned his back, and so can you. David did not tell off his brother. David did not pitch a fit. David did not refute further. David turned away, and so can you. So how do you do this? By setting boundaries. As daughter of the king with the Holy Spirit living inside of you, you have the righteous authority to back off the enemy. The enemy will present himself through others or through experiences. Yet you have the same authority as David to turn away and create your own shift. If we think of the ways that David could have responded to Eliab, it probably gives you ideas of how you would respond to you, the Eliab in your life. But if you responded like that, how would God see your heart? And now that we know how David responded, he turned away. He created boundaries, making his own shift. Sister, you can do the same thing for the Eliab in your life. You can create boundaries and you can create your own shift by turning away. And in doing so, think about how God will see your heart. Sister, if there's a sin in your life, knowing that God sees your heart, if there's a sin in your life that you need to shift from, Repent now. Repent means to feel sincere regret about wrongdoing or lawlessness. To fully re repent, we need to turn away from a habit or familiar territory. It is a complete change of who we once were. Acts 3.19 Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Did you see it? Did you see the shift? In that scripture, it says to turn to God. And in David's case, he turned away. So our shift can be to turn away and to turn to. I pray this over your life today in Jesus' name. I hope you're enjoying this five-part series on David and Goliath and our own personal battles. Part three, the next episode coming up, is going to talk about use your own weapons to fight the battle. Sister, I pray that this is blessing you. I pray that you're really invested in this, and I pray that it's changing your heart on the ways that the enemy will try and taunt you and how we can be reminded of the big God that we serve.